0: to another episode of Spoil Radio. I'm Reese, And I'm Jordan. Jordan's back again this week. Yeah, back by unpopular demand. Yeah, nobody wanted you here. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, would you give and apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we went to watch Mandy at the Sydney Underground Film Festival. And that's what we're reviewing this week. Yes, under false pretenses. I thought we were going to see A Walk to Remember. Um, <laughs> I thought it was Mandy more Moore film. <laughs>
1: you can, you can see his confusion
0: in the blog yeah, yeah, on apparent, Wednesday. <laughs> apparently, it was not. It, it wasn't. And <laughs> it was far from, I think, A Walk to Remember. Uh, but it was definitely a film to remember. Well, it uh, was A Walk to Remember, just not a particularly... Uh, Romantic one. Not well at all. I mean the start um. of it maybe. <laughs> chapter one. <laughs> the chapter was one uh, Crystal was Lake yeah. Shadow Mountains That's or whatever it. it was. Yeah. Um so started off like usual. Uh did you like it? I did. I thought it was a uh, no hard to just put into immediate words. Uh it was one hell of a ride. Had a very like um it marched to the beat of its own drum. It it was yeah. it was both slow Slower paced at times, yeah and, and punctuated by some very high energy moments. Ultra high energy. Well, maybe like, not even high energy, just uh, explosive moments. Ex- explosive Nick Cage moments. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh, well, even other characters. Of the- I mean, a lot of a lot of really quiet, memorable things that like just glances from yeah. from Nick Cage crazy or, or deliveries of lines that just like almost stick with you even more than some of the violent moments yeah well i you know i don't know if it's a portion as to because i've seen that shot so many times but when he's the in the trailer with um uh bill duke bill duke is that the name of the guy um the oh from guy. predator yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. mac <laughs> when he's in the trailer with mac when he says the whole, like, it's a crazy evil type of thing. Right. It sticks in my head to how he's doing that. And then just, you know, I mean, there's so many moments in this where he's like in, in a room just going, ah, just screaming oh, or yes, something. Yes. Um, when it all finally scenery. kicks off. Yeah. Um, no, I really enjoyed it. It's weird. It's a weird movie. And, but I expected to walk in. I mean, watching, it, a weird movie. watching the trailer, it was everything I expected. It was an art house film yeah. about a about a cult um, wronging someone yeah. and them going on a murderous R- rampage. And when it started and it, and it had that very like sort of slow, um, very trance-like, you know, taking you through it all, letting everything sort of sit and so- like soak in, mm-hmm. I was starting to wonder whether it was intentionally front loading a lot of it with this sort of slowness mm. so that you would by the time it all kicked off understood these characters yeah had a liking to uh nick cage's character and and the relationship of, of him and mandy mm. so that when it did happen it could just sort of like let the dog off the leash and just like go absolutely crazy crazy until the very end and for the most I mean, part, like that's where all of the crazy, yeah. sort of like memorable moments happen. But they're very much a sort of it builds to a point and then it releases, and the momentum just cuts, dies, yeah. and then it, builds, and it does that a it lot. It builds up to it again and then cuts, and, and it keeps doing that pretty much consistently from I um, sort of lost track of, Earth, of like time of and things like that in the film. Yeah. But yeah, as soon as as soon as she is is burnt to death, yeah, um, it pretty much maintains that that sort of pattern uh, of like th- this wave, build, yeah, completely cut to nothing, slow right down, build back up, I, like when he's in the um uh, I don't know the crazy LSD den, not, not the not the one not the place that they cook in it, but the place that you know with all the crazy demon like. Oh the the bikers yeah. yeah the bikers um I did I did enjoy that after like in between the the, the main battles like the one next to the burning car and um uh, uh, crazy sword dick in, <laughs> yeah, in yeah like uh the in the actual house I did like that like uh he does try the LSD like accidentally and it does do this like well, you mean accidentally. Well, in, yeah, it, Pretty I intentionally. I guess intentionally. Uh, like, I mean, at this point in the film, he's he's, he's down the bottle of vodka. He's, he's snorted. He, he, yeah, he's done coke of uh, the paw uh, of glass. A spade of uh, coke. Yeah, what? Yeah, and, and 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 he's. I think he, at this point, he's uh, game for anything to get him through the rest of his little murderous rampage. Pretty much, and but I do like the fact that they even though it could be like a slow moment in between those fights and yet yeah, it does kill the vibe again. It Since he's taking so many drugs in the matter of a second, like a, like a minute or whatever, it does keep that pace there. I, yeah, think. I, I think the only times like the, the, it felt like it only really ever lost momentum where it would be like, it'd just go back to him walking slowly through somewhere. Yeah. Whereas Which, like, there yeah. were the, you know, there's the moment where you know he he finds the bad batch of LSD, LSD, which is like a, a thick sort yeah, of like gelatinous, gelatinous mixture, yeah, um, that that he takes. It's that, like a that the, the bikers blood. just drink. Yeah, they like like it's almost like um, I it looks like like a bucket load of mucus, like you know what I mean, like just like someone's yeah, snot. not. Well Pretty much though It does like Graver Well I mean like You got this weird Jesus sex cult At the start And and you're wondering And and, and they're delivering it To like (laughs) They use their little horn To call out to them And the bikers turn up I love that moment man Yeah it's 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 that flirting With like Ethereal They seem like They're supernatural Demons that have been summoned Yeah And then you get the reveal the a bit later in it that they're like... <laughs> they're cooked. Bikers <laughs> that got given a bad batch of LSD and, and start doing some weird shit and yeah. they're into it. Yeah. Know? But like... I like how Bill Duke puts it in it. He says something like... um uh, They were doing some really crazy shit and they love it. <laughs> like they love it. Like it could have just been like it was weird to see. But the way that he puts it is just like... This is pretty much exactly what they're like. Well, yeah, they got that... um. C-Cenobite, uh yeah, like full on Slide Barker feel, yeah, the vibe to them, yeah. covered all in like that one guy who seems to be covered in screws and Spikes. nails and bolts and things. And, and the other guy's got like a mask on, like a half mask, yeah, that's just dripping with LSD, <laughs> it's just, like it's yeah, just always it's on him, very uh like just wet, <laughs> yeah, looking guy. And, it, and the other guy has like a one of the guys that's like next to the car. <laughs> Which just takes a shot like a a, a crossbow shot to the neck. Yeah, one of the members of Slipknot. We're all good. (laughs) One of the members of Pretty much, it feels like we (laughs) got like the whole Slipknot Slipknot team um, going after um, Mandy and Nick Cage. I do like the like I I enjoyed the mythical aspects of the film like a lot like the um, this idea that he's like blood for blood and then they're like yeah we'll get rid of the fat guy that's yeah and then like the fat kid to sweeten the deal yeah. yeah was that the kid from um bad santa i think it was yeah 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 like grown up <laughs> yeah because not that i've seen bad santa too but i saw it on tv a couple of weeks ago yeah like i'm just flicking through the channel and i saw it like <laughs> and you were like what you actually turned to me i think that, went, that kid is, is that now that he's older looks Basically, exactly the same. the same, but just bigger. He he, Macaulay Culkin, just, a, just as an older <laughs> version of that kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, he, I, he did not glow he, up yet. Not a glow up. Um, he uh, the the mythical aspects are really cool, and it, it kind of continues on with those type of aspects. Well, I like that it plays all of those as tongue in cheek. That that the the cult say these ridiculous names for things mm. like the uh the something something abyssal blade or whatever oh, that, yeah. that they stab him with and it's got this like stupid like, like eye on the back you know that. real pulpy genre like yeah rag of a fantasy book sort of name for something yeah and they say it so straight faced but the film is like framing it in a way that like it's so obvious that this guy makes this shit up. Yeah, exactly. That, like that, it's like a, and it's this cheap-looking, like, you know, fantasy knife, dagger. Yeah, yeah, dagger, and and it, it, and it's got this name. It's got like a cheesy little The, the white knight, the, the abyssal white knight from from Hell's layer L- or something like that. It was, I remember it's something to do with a white knight. Yeah, or albino knight or something like. They literally said something like that. It was really weird because even the name of that little uh. The little ocarina yeah, what was that, that called? They, uh, Do you remember so like that, the, I, the horn of something? Yeah, and and I like how they revealed that. Where I'm like, did he just did he just unzip his pants? I oh, thought yeah. for a moment because you yeah. didn't completely see him coming unaware with a bag. of him having a bag <laughs> <Yeah>. on him. <laughs> so everyone in the cinema is like, zut! Uh, <laughs> and you're like, did this just happen? Yeah, I thought that was <laughs> like that's one of those moments where it's like they say the name of something as if it's this grand like artifact. And then it's punctuated by just like either you know like the flashing strobing green light, oh, yeah, yeah, while, On the it, while it's there being whole, revealed, yeah, whole like thing. as if it's like this it's mystical object, yeah. But like punctuated by moments where it's like,
1: yeah, like when he pulls <laughs> yeah.
0: out, and it's like hardly the noise that you associate with a like sacred object, uh, object being yeah. removed, like a, a wooden box maybe, or a key, or like yeah. you know, something so it's like just that, a little rock ocarina that he uh, pulls out of his bag, yeah. All the way through it, though, there's like every most of the objects in the film, even like um, Nick Cage's like silver axe that he just like it does like a quick mold of just randomly in the middle of like the film. It it gives me those vibes of like uh, the ultimate Slayer weapon from Buffy, yeah, where it's like some production designer or someone thought this was like this is the coolest shit ever, and it is just like so ridiculous so like a lame like (laughs) b-grade prop yeah exactly you know but you're sure this is like an artifact that's been passed down forever yeah it's um the the whole movie has these uh, uh portions of different media thrown through it as well that i really like like the uh the cartoon moments which i think they slow it down, but they also say normally something I'd be pretty cool with, uh, pretty much didn't really vibe with the majority of them because they always came at the expense of the momentum. Yeah. It was always like, they feel like afterthoughts more than they feel like intentional parts of the film. And even though thematically it's always there to remind like, which, I mean, like, as the audience, I don't really need to be reminded Neither of what he's anymore, doing. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, okay. He's, like, being haunted by visions of, like, her in various states of decay or hell, doing weird shit. I got a very uh, Dante, uh, like, Elie Geary type of feel from it. Yeah. In those moments. Like, he's wading through hell, mm. trying to get back to her. And I enjoyed those moments. I actually like even how... It ends up, not how it ends off, but the the driving through that, like, oh, it is how it ends off, the last shot. Yeah, they pans yeah. up to reveal a the sort of um, planet's fantasy and, style. Um, yeah. Like backdrop setting, yeah. Which I kind of got that he's like, now he's fried in a way. Yeah. And that's still like all I, he's seeing. About halfway through the film, pretty much when he dipped his finger into the yeah. LSD he's done and it. he was wearing the biker jacket, I was like, is this going to be like, uh, this cyclical thing where at the end of it he's just like one of those bike riders yeah like i don't think that's what i got from it. i just think that he's like oh no that's just what he, i was feeling at like halfway it, through yeah. i was like would not be shocked if that's, where, if it that's went. where it went yeah instead you get the um the crazed look <laughs> Nick, of love oh yeah as he's looking at, <laughs> at her, in her the car. Her, yeah flashing with back to when they first met And then, (laughs) which everyone in the cinema covered in in blood, blood, (laughs) stupid grin on his face, wide eyed, yeah, wide eyed, like just oh, way too happy. This is why you you get Nick Cage, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm, I don't think, unabashed enthusiasm for the project he's working on, exactly, yeah, to the point, like, I don't know any other actor would get into a room, especially the bathroom scene in this give that performance yeah. and be like, should we go for another take? Maybe a little less. Well, <laughs> no, no. Because like with a different actor, it would be like blue ruin or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Where it's yeah. just super quiet and super understated. And yeah. you know, where there's like, like it would be similar to like the moment where he cuts his hand in blue ruin. Yeah. Where it's just like, uh, there's, there's too much insanity in like, the film to not have the protagonist be as elevated as everything else. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, Nick Cage is a perfect fit for that. On point for it. Um, Even the, the guy who does play Jeremiah He's oh, so good, man. It, it, he's it, so weird that it just, it's perfect. Well, here's a uh, weird, tasty morsel of information. Oh, wait, here we go. What is yeah, it? I sat through that whole movie like, this guy is really familiar. Mm. Yeah, he's Thomas Wayne in Batman Begins. What? Really? Yeah what the oh yeah he is how crazy is that that's weird and it, and it gets weirder what the guy that they that he uh goes to talk to the the guy who makes the lsd
1: oh uh, yeah richard uh, Baker.
0: baker richard baker was that him i think so richard baker I maybe maybe, maybe i'm him. thinking of one of the others whoever is carruthers no no richard break richard break yeah, is his name the chemist yeah yeah joe chill oh my god in yeah. batman begins what is going on with this the Batman Begins connection in this film? Uh, it's funny because uh Richard Brake kind of is like full on into the horror scene now with the especially with the features he has. Right. Um he was in uh the last uh Rob Zombie film, thirty one. Oh okay. he played like the main I also now batty. realize that he's a priest or whatever in Doom. The one with the rock? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one that like Oh, the one that's in the bathroom. As it beats his well. head to death. Yeah. Um, on the glass I, I like that actor i like i like it when he's he's put in the right roles with mandy he's put in the right role although unfortunately the scene itself. he's got a face for horror I'll yeah that. exactly but the, exactly yeah <laughs> well if you look how, even how they light him in it i'm oh, like man. he looks like he's a skull like yeah, he's just we'll, a skull <laughs> that l- low angle shot and yeah what about that lily though the tiger oh yeah <laughs> where he's like you're right, and then he lets it go. Yeah, he just <laughs> opens the cage. So bye. bye, Lily. Yeah, bye, Lily. <laughs> just, and The cage is still staring yeah, at him. Yeah, just, just like this tiger, goes. Um, did he end up killing him in that scene? No, he just left because he told him where to find. Jeremiah's, oh, that's right. the, the children of north. the whatever the cult's called. Yeah, which like the visuals in this film is what truly m- makes it for me. Like I think. All if if there wasn't such great visuals like that Jalo type of genre uh, lighting of like you know ultra ultra saturated reds greens and and pinks and blue just ultra saturated colors mm. in general I uh, I don't think I would have grainy been as hell grainy as hell too yeah but uh, since it's shot digitally set, yeah but since it's set in like nineteen 19- 88 88, yeah I kind of didn't mind that I like when things are set in that era or different eras where we didn't have digital to feel like they weren't digital um that's just something I get from it most of the time but I I, that whole like color scheme I've always been attracted to it all the way since uh, I watched Suspiria like probably about six or seven years ago and then from there, just watching a lot of Argento's stuff. Um, and then moving on to, I think his name was Fulci or something like that. He he did a lot of stuff uh, very similar. Always in the thriller horror type of genre type of thing. Yeah. Um, but it's not used enough. I think that it's, yeah, it's kind of cheesy. I mean, it's used about it as much as it should. I, see, I I, I just think that it's people that get a bit scared to do it. And I mean, I would, I would argue more and more we <laughs> seeing more and more films being shot in this style because it's like I'm gonna shoot an '80s film, and that's immediately what people's minds go to, despite mm. the fact that like, well, they go for neons with that type of thing. I yeah. get more of a neon vibe with that, um, but you know, like all the, it's the same as like people putting VHS filters and shit on it. It's like, but that's not what like '80s films didn't look like VHS filters. Yeah. they look like they were shot on film and they used you know like pretty as you see with this film like very bold lighting yeah with a lot of color and a lot of haze is is, is probably more of a uh, particular type of sort of um cheaper 80s movie it aesthetic. was yeah it definitely was like a, a- it's your it's your cheap 80s horror aesthetic that a lot of people are trying to recreate but i think that although a a cheap aesthetic it's cheap because it's one strong light and a colored gel on it i'm not saying it's cheap because it's bad i'm saying it's cheap it's It's cheap like there's a reason why all sort of like movies of that era that are like horror movies a lot of them are shot like that yeah it's because it's achievable with a low budget it's not that it looks bad, it's but it's, it's, it's how that it, it's achievable, how they can do something with that type of thing, you know. Like, it, thankfully, that's the, why you know, the haze and m- everything to hide the fact that you're just in a a tiny garage. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, a lot like, of the film has it all that type has of the thing. benefit of adding to the mood and and, it, well, craft, that's and crafting a yeah. distinct look. But like, a lot of the decisions, you know, like when you're dealing with a low budget like that, often do. Start from a more pragmatic place, which is we have a limited budget. We want this film to look cool. Yeah. How do we achieve that? And then you know, like you look at what you have, and you you double down on those elements. Not Mm. to say that you know, like obviously talking about this film is very different because this mm. is a a modern film emulating a older older feel, and so trying to capture that sort of um, you know horror slash revenge thriller sort of vibe with that very like psychedelic inspired that's what i think o- overarching vibe to the whole thing the part that i like about it the that real trippy type of feel to the film um and that's what light, that like type like of lighting gives you, fr- you from know I mean? beyond and and reanimator yes, yes. level like yeah. sort of we've got a limited budget we've got a crazy idea let's yeah make something memorable sort of approach to filmmaking. You, you watch it. And but then with some like modern art house flares to it, which at times I think it come to the detriment of the pacing. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it, it it helps to capture you though. Um, yeah, sure. The, the pacing is destroyed from those moments. Yeah. But thankfully those moments more than likely m- m- most of the time are at the very least a visual feast because of that um you well, there's know. so many great like out there out there moments that are like the the wasp oh being, yeah being that pulled was from the ways, jar and the, yeah. like the the fact that it's like clearly some sort of like little animatronic puppet yeah and it's like it's twitching and the little stinger like the, it comes, comes out. out at the yeah. end of its abdomen and you know like they horrifying you know stinger with it and and the little eyedropper and all that sort of shit <laughs> and like, you just watch her eyes just go like yeah honk, it's like know, those those black. sort of great tonal moments and yeah. the the constantly um the voice manipulation oh yeah uh, when uh um, really jeremiah's cool. given his spiel but even the, like um, at the start uh, and at the end well um, any anytime they're on some form of lsd it, i think they're they're always doing the voice manipulation even though well, the, it, the it, bad guys. well i feel like it's bikers. when he's invoking uh god yeah like his power as like a um yeah a, as a spiritual guru you get that like he has that filled out digital vocoder voice yeah as if he's calling on some power from beyond yeah it's also like, like it's in, so, in a, in a dingy little hole like literally underground <laughs> it's like don't come any closer this, this place has god in it yeah exactly oh uh, just he's... i mean like that's the best part of like that character is yeah. like the, the believes, like, full belief <laughs> of of like he's bullshit, and then like he breaks he suddenly like, realize, and, yeah. <laughs> <I am. laughs> and then I am, yeah. Come <laughs> on, man, I'll suck you. Yeah, <laughs> <off." laughs> <laughs> but then he just goes straight back to you. Know what? No, I won't. Uh, yeah, yeah just like he's... completely like flips the switch constantly. Yeah, because um, he's a you know, even he's a, a he's a fraud. He'll do whatever. He'll <laughs> do whatever and say whatever to get out of it. and <laughs> And, and, you know, like, they, they use that to great co- comedic effect. Mm. Especially the, um you know, when he finally disrobes. Yeah. Tiny, flaccid dick just front <laughs> and center. <laughs> and I like how she's just, like, he has his, like, Patrick Bateman moment where he's, like, do you like The Carpenters? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, are we going to... Are we doing this? Are we getting <laughs> a full, like, riff on the... American yeah, and psycho bit. It felt yeah. like for a second, and then and then it cuts That's to worse because like, it's his own, own record. Yeah, and then later on, I love, I just love the the whole fact of her just staring like, you made this, and then she starts pissing herself laughing. Yeah, yeah, and it just destroys his like, um, confidence completely. It shows how insecure he is, to the point where he's in the mirror you, later. You can't laugh at a cult leader. Yeah, They don't like that. <laughs> I guess they don't. <laughs> No, the, the movie has like uh, so many memorable moments. Like there's, it just takes those moments and because they're so long and elongated as well, they kind of burn into you, yeah. like your brain. It's all the little things. It's uh, so much of it is those little things. Like mm-hmm. the guy, the the biker with the, the spike dick, just like sitting there and watching TV and the whole time. In the background. Like, it's yeah. just in the background. Yeah, And then like... The scene sort of he 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 beats the you know slits the guy's throat, throat and the biker's throat, yeah. and it's like just pouring like pouring over him, yeah, and he's like laying there, just like and then stands up, it. and the next thing the TV just explodes, explodes yeah, from and you're like, shotgun what the fuck? shell, <laughs> yeah, yeah, those it, it does have these ultra explosive. Moments and scenes, just just like great little comedic little bits. Yeah, of, exactly. of Action and violence, and then him like karate, um, karate, uh, uh, cracking the guy's neck. Oh yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, like crazy <laughs> wide eyes. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, this is the Nick Cage I want all the time. <laughs> um, I wonder how much he got paid for that. Nothing right <laughs> for yeah, this he movie, he just wanted to do, do it. it, right? He, he could, he sought him out, yeah. His um, uh, spider senses were tingling when he found out about this movie, <laughs> exactly. He's like, How crazy do I have to get? and the, the director's like, Very, very crazy. And he's like, Also, uh, also good. produced by um <laughs> Elijah, Elijah Wood. Woods, company that he's in on the Spectre Vision, yeah, because they're also into um some experimental games now that I think really blend film with um virtual reality huh yeah it'd be interesting to to check out i mean like definitely feels like that's the sort of wheelhouse um that this film belongs in yeah exactly well there's like i i'm still thinking about it because the scene where like it cuts into the cartoon of uh mandy and there's like a werewolf at her feet and she like oh the the purple mutated tiger is that what it is yeah yeah Cause it looks like a werewolf. I think it's supposed to, it's an embodiment of him. Yeah. That's what I, that's yeah, what i got from that. He's got the stab in the side, yeah. but it's, it, it's a tiger. Cause of the shirt, the tiger shirt he was wearing. Oh, okay. It's just purple. Cause he, like she reaches in and then pulls out that something green, which, you know, you could say could be his heart or you could say, I don't know, for some reason I got but the vibe a that it was It green glass the, shard from the book she was reading. Oh, is that because she was yeah, talking yeah. about the sorcerer, the sorcerer at the start, yeah. or something like that? It's Just uh, right, everything f- feeding coming in together. And, yeah, yeah. No, I enjoyed those moments. I know that you like, uh, it, you know, it came to the detriment of the film's pacing. I think that if some of the other parts were shorter and those moments occurred in between them, I think it would have been. Uh, it's a just little it, bit it really less, stuff like that. The only thing that like. I, I tuned out on was like, it's all right. it's cool. But it's also stuff I've like, they're the moments that felt like I've seen this before. Yeah. Or like, all right, cool. But like you had something, you had something going there. Like, why are we slowing the pace down for, yeah, for this? Do this? Yeah. You know, like when he, um when he tracks down the bikers mm. and he's like got the crossbow, the Reaper, and he's <laughs> yeah. aiming it at one and he watches one pass. And then he watches the Second, one pass. Third. And then it's like, finally he shoots one and then it cuts to him in the car and he's going to run it over. And you're like, oh, this would be like a cool moment where it like just you explodes. just see flat yeah. over, over the, the thing. But instead the car flips. Because and of then the- it, <laughs> and, and then it's like, cool, we're going to have the fight with him like now slightly injured because he's been in a car accident so mm-hmm. that he's yeah. just not like killing them all in one go. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Yeah. Except that it just like, Fade to black, we get one of the cartoon hallucinations, a dream sequences, fade back in, and he's now locked up again. Yeah. It's like he has just gotten himself out of binds. Yeah, why would you why why would in? we why would we wanna slow the pace down again just to see him get himself yeah. out of binds again? Yeah. And it and it wasn't even like anywhere near as harrowing as watching someone like slipping out of a barbed wire like yeah wrist ties. so much worse. you know like where you you see the blood actually starting to lubricate and allowing him to slip out you know like and, and just seeing the damage he's doing and the pain like yeah that scene had more impact than like maybe squirm more than like oh he's got a nail in his hand he's handcuffed to a pipe and yeah. it's like he's either going to break the pipe or he's going to yank his hand, hand out, out of the with the knife with the nail and i was expecting a like slap the, the, the guy the on the, the face head. with the nail in his Yeah, neck. But, you know, like... When well, he kicks him down, like what is arguably a really, really far, like well or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I or, didn't or notice basement. the sound of him hitting the ground it when he fell ages. down there. But then when I heard the nail fall down there, I laughed because of like, you do hear the nail hit the ground afterwards. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah. It's a <laughs> deep hole. <laughs> yeah. And but then he still hole. comes back. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, it's a supernatural biker on lsd man <laughs> yeah but wow the <laughs> like, hole can stop him i i think the um so i'm pretty sure you see the uh the fat kid that they took yeah in he's the room He's dead in the room that's right like, yeah yes yeah and he's like that, on the bed yeah that was not a good time <laughs> no not at all um a lot of the action in it like the the, the killing moments awesome like I, yeah. um, like, and also they play out like that bit of ch- tongue in cheek. But it's like the it head well. being cut off, like, you know, the one near the fire, the big fight. Scene, yeah. Yeah. You know, like the head being cut off is as, like, eh. but, but him <laughs> lighting but a but cigarette, lighting after the cigarette on the burning head was like, so good. That was one of those, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, yeah he's fucking <laughs> Then there's like the, the whole chainsaw moment where he's just there. <laughs> it's it's so funny, man. You could that, was just, a, that was a pretty gruesome one falling yeah. on the chainsaw, chainsaw and yeah. just like having it run until like the area around him is soaked with blood yeah but I like how it's just like constantly like having these moments where it is tongue in cheek with, with that like you know he's got this he thinks he's doing awesome getting the, the chainsaw and then the other guy pulls out this huge it's huge like it's like mm. four chainsaws long like I don't even think. Do they even sell that shit? Is that commonly used in it's custom. in lumbering? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, because like, <laughs> like, it seems like the 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 size of a chainsaw. Like it seems like the equivalent of you know the double ended like um uh, saws that they used right. to use. Like I'm like who uses this anyway? Big man. I guess <laughs> the um that opening the first sort of scene with jeremiah in the hotel room oh yeah uh, was like <laughs> you know like the film has its vibe and and it's like pulling you in it's it's very sort of hypnotic i think in nature yeah like sort of so johan johansson did yeah. the did the score for it i just found out he he passed away in february really yeah cocaine overdose Jesus. Um so this is the second film score that he's done that's been released posthumously. What what was the what was the other one? What like... uh one of the last films he worked on. But um you know like obviously that is is so much of the driving force behind behind this film is his score which is pretty much omnipresent throughout the whole thing. We we yeah. You know, like you've got the, the King Crimson, uh, King Crimson King cannot speak today. Crimson? King Crimson song playing over the opening titles, and yeah. then pretty much that ends, and immediately we go into, um, like Johan's score. Yeah, that is just driving. Oh my the god! The entire like, film, it's all the so, way through. It's so bassy, man. Yeah, and well, it didn't like. We were also in I like mean, a yeah, theater like, that it was like. The, the setting in which we saw the film, which arguably probably the most ideal way to see the film. Yeah. Was like with a crowd who was there for something like that. Yeah. That was, they wanted the, to see the crazy. Sydney Underground Film Festival. Yeah. So like pretty much one of the only screenings in Australia, I think that is happening. I think there's, there's it's an, gonna be another on Monster Fest or something. I think that's yeah, happening. It, it's happening. Yeah. It's going to be one night in Australia on a right. Friday what for monster first i think so right okay so it's only all around australia yeah because it's funny like we're doing this podcast the movie hasn't truly come out yet it's like it's still doing festival rounds yeah and well i'd probably give it another easily six months until it's gonna hit um any shelves and then maybe another three until it even hits vod yeah um but very limited release, it ultra limited, and it's you can see straight away it's going to be like cult classic type of film. Yeah, it's definitely not a um, I mean definitely feels wide audience manufactured to be a cult classic. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Which not not trying to like that's not a dismissive comment. No, it just it knows what it is. Yeah, and, and like obviously sets out to to be that, and and for the most part, I think. Wildly succeeds at it because, like, its highs, are, <laughs> uh, its highs are really high. Yeah, like, like you feel elated yeah. watching some of these moments. That opening scene, though, with um, with Jeremiah, yeah, where he's uh, laying in the thing, yeah, <laughs> it's like wiped out emotionally and spiritually because uh, he saw me because he saw Mandy, and like, and, and he freeze framed on her, yeah, <laughs> mentally. <laughs> The, um, the, just all of them. And they're like mouth agape. Yeah, exactly. All clearly like part of their complacency, part of their following of him is, is based around like being dosed. Yeah. Like with, with the, like, guess what is part of the LSD? Because I mean, that's the connection to the, the bikers and, the um the chemist yeah. towards the end of the film and maybe even that that we bug well yeah whatever. they're, they're wasting <laughs> at the start of it all sort yeah of maybe they do business. that every now and then she's like it's the cherry on top or something yeah in, in that scene yeah so like uh just an interesting portrayal of a of, of a of cult a, of leader a broken yeah for a moment and to the point where like what is she she's the lady comes up to him and is like can i do anything yeah for you? Like, he like you cannot he do a thing for me. yeah <laughs> just fetch me you brother swan yeah <laughs> like, completely different like <laughs> bedside manner with, yeah. with brother swan like yeah. you know well and truly playing that guy yeah but I, I like even like the the over the top. What is he? He does like a moan. He's like, oh, or something like that. And It goes for ages. Yeah, it's like meme worthy shit. Like the whole movie has a whole bunch. Good. Of- I mean that that's the moment yeah. that like I was like ready for the film. Yeah, like yeah. the film had its style the whole way through. And but that's and the it, opening. That way. that is when when the, those characters are introduced. You're like, all right, there's something special here. Yeah, and it's and it's not just like all or sort of style um, without any sort of meaty bits to like sink your teeth in it. Like once it yeah, introduced those, those characters, moments. it it really took off for me. Yeah. And, and pretty much, you know, like um, when when they come to the house and like all of that. Holy like, shit. That's very us, like- the Clyde Barker as hell. Yeah, extremely tense moments. Electric like lightning strikes with the lighting. Yeah. As, as like the bikers slowly one by one appear in the room horrifying like that is like true like scare you type of stuff um I, I don't know man this movie's there's something about did you get any vibes from like melancholia from the opening where she's like walking in the forest and stuff like that right. I, I, there's moments like that where i got like for some reason, melancholia pops straight into my head. Maybe it's because a lot of it has, like, those long takes. Uh, of sort of like the walking. general disposition of Mandy's character. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And the finding the, I guess, stillborn deer. Yeah. I think that was what that was supposed to be. The heart, like, eaten or, like, ravaged by yeah. some form. Yeah, I mean, because it ties into the story about the, um, the baby sparrows mm. and the father. Beating them to death with the oh yeah with the crowbar in a parking lot and, and having the children take turns turns and do the same thing you're like what <laughs> like, and it came to her and try, like obviously making her seem uh, purer to be like I ran or mm. I didn't want to be a part of it uh, and what does he say people are shit or something he says something like that after it the people are bad or something like that I'm fairly sure he says I can't remember. Can't remember. There's moments like there are, there there's a lot of moments in it though where the the dialogue for some reason I can't pick up what was said. Like it was it mumbled. Was, it was or... definitely the uh because the, the speaker setup was more of a concert speaker setup. Yeah. So it was very it was very bass-y. bass. heavy, yeah. Yeah. Ultra bass and, heavy. And a lot of the dialogue was recorded with a deeper sounding um delivery of lines (laughs) and that was very accentuated by the the surround system um i think we've covered most of it like is there anything else you can think of that you wanted to touch upon no i I mean there's too many like like moments that are that are worth diving deeper but like yeah Maybe on a maybe on a rewatch. Yeah, I think that like you know we we had it's very intense. Yeah, we had only one. Obviously, this is one chance to watch the film, and we weren't there to dissect it. You know, we were there to enjoy the film, mm. and you know, coming out of it, we're like, yeah, we'll do the review on it. And before it, we knew we were going to do that, but it was kind of like, this is us. We wanted to enjoy the film. We're not here it to review. Very it. much a uh, first impressions post mortem on a on a film festival screening as opposed to any sort of deconstruction. Yeah, of ex- exactly. Like we, I didn't, I'm not sitting there with notes, like a notepad, like I would usually do when we do these podcasts. I mean, like if you like um, crazy Nick Cage acting, if, if you like insane sort of like over the top, supernatural tinted uh, cult violence. Yeah. And And the also f- the film has stuff for you. That, yeah. yeah especially that and but there's a, there is also some form of art house like uh well yeah' I, it, the it's pacing. It, it's a real sort of it's a slow burn punctuated by uh those moments. intense moments yeah. of, of of violence but you know like not frenetic it's it's never like it's not like a crank you know yeah and it's and where... it's also not like I don't know I wouldn't even say things like so I get things from like um we had a lot of... I had a lot of thoughts of Seven, obviously, because right. of, like, different devices. The as, is, uh spike dick. Yeah, as we said, Clyde Barker, like Hellraiser's. Yeah. Um, Nightbreed. A lot of Clyde Barker. I get a lot of Barker f- vibes from movies. This is, like, how easily um, something like Possession, yeah. you know, with Sam Neil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought of it, that it, as well. It's, it's, yeah. like if, it, it's like if that wasn't as, like, sort of a... Subtle. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah because like, yeah. cause that is like that is a film about yeah. about something that uses the supernatural as a metaphor for that yeah you know like the idea of like the divorce and the separation and it's like she has been possessed by someone else and like com- turned into a completely different person because he cannot recognize her anymore yeah you know like and using using the supernatural as a metaphor for that and um this is like as if you you played straight yeah those ideas Pretty straight, straight yeah. you know like it, it's like how easily a film like that could be if it just went, went full horror full crazy full, like, yeah. you know like um sort of Tam- real, real pulpy you yeah. know that sort of like just doubling down on, on what it is yeah it, it's definitely not like there's nothing subtle about it i was talking to someone else it's just last fusing night. an art house film and, a, and like a really sort of like uh culty it's yeah like, like cult- cheesy sort of grunge. horror film and, yeah. and like fusing them together yeah yeah even like i uh, got a lot of like uh, metal uh cover art type of yeah i mean very very and... rock and roll infused despite not really having any rock end or yeah. roll maybe the start except maybe the, that you know like the the metal sort of like opening song which more of like a mellower yeah. in, instrumental yeah. than anything yeah um i like this like just the vibe the, yeah that, that's what it is roll vibe yeah. without actually you know being with, with a well. Real well, sort well whenever synthy it, sort of um Soundtrack. Well, whenever it cuts to any of those media, uh, those media moments in it, those like uh, uh, straying away into cartoon I did see or... something that was like showing the references to um, Bat Out of Hell, like really album co- older album covers and things like that. Yeah, it just that, seemed that like it that. was riffing heavily on those sort of like visual imagery, yeah. and obviously like the old sort of seventy sci-fi books and fantasy novels that she's reading, she's reading yeah you know like obviously Her inspire shirt. some of the the like the landscapes particularly that surreal one at the end as yeah. he's driving off those lsd triggered yeah um uh visuals uh yeah uh, yeah mountaintops and, and weird and then obviously also there's the whole like you know yeah uh, the the planets. psychedelic horror yeah exactly yeah. yeah that's pretty much you could say that's Probably as close as I'd get with it. Psychedelic, horror, revenge. It's weird. It's just such a mash. Yeah. But also very simple. I mean, like if you see a trailer for it, it's exactly what you what you're seeing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you've seen films, you're, you're, you, you can have an idea of what this is going in. And if you like the look of the trailer, you'll like the film. Pretty much. Which is... i, I thankful. I'm thankful. You'd be very surprised if you were surprised by what this film turned out to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think we covered it. We like it. It was definitely an experience. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, very enjoyable. Yeah, uh, I think we'll end it there. Awesome. Get out of my house. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Uh, you've been listening to Spoil Radio. I'm Reese. I was Jordan. I oh, no. He, he's, he's someone else now. <laughs> it's changed him. All right. You have a good week. Respect.